0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnick, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the Pop and Geek culture show that Blade Runner would listen to if he listened to pop and geek
0: culture shows. Yeah, I I I I tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, Blade Runner, the guy from the film. Blade the, the main, the main character. The character of
0: Blade Runner. Please, my father's name is Blade Runner. You could just call me Blade. Blade. <laughs> anyway, I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. Am I the Replicant? I'll never tell. By the end of the show, you'll know one of us is the Replicant. We're going to be weaving in the Void comp <laughs> yeah. test into this. Play this episode for your friends. Find out if they're
1: robots. Who knows? And one of us will disappear like tears like in the rain. Like
0: tears in the rain. I was trying to work that in. (laughs) You got to it before I did. Uh, We have a great show for this week. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff, including movie trailers, some other stuff. Who knows? Who knows? It's a mystery. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our check them out. Check it out. We resisted the dance this time. (laughs) We resisted it. I could I could see. I could see.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm still fighting the cold. I'm not in I'm not in full. Not fully into form. it yet.
0: Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, let's do some things we've been checking out. I guess I'll do one um mine real quick because mine is a weird niche thing that no one's gonna care about, but I'm gonna talk about anyways. Hey, that's Nerd Overload! <laughs> Um, so, I recently picked up a book that I just started reading. It is an independently published book that was uh, funded through Kickstarter called Quest for the Dragon Star. It is a uh, biography about WMAC Masters. Do you know what WMAC Masters is? Oh, I know we've
1: talked about this before.
0: I Sure.
1: It, it's like a Power Rangers adjacent thing.
0: It is. Um, so far, so good.
1: And... Well, I'm thinking, like, American Gladiators. Is that anywhere near American that?
0: Gladiators, professional wrestling, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. So what What WMAC Masters was, it was a mid-'90s show. Uh, Power Rangers was huge. Mighty Morphin blew up. So Saban Entertainment wanted to try to capitalize on that by making as many different versions of it as possible. They did Mask Rider, which is what if Power Rangers was Common Rider, Rider instead. They did Big Bad Beetleborgs, which is what if they were awful robot bugs instead the mystic knights of tyrann on yes yes what if they tried to make their own show with their own suits and also it's scottish (laughs) and there was also wmac masters which was what if power rangers was the wwe with a zero with a negative budget somehow with a saban budget (laughs) even for saban budget it was pretty low. Wow. Because they didn't have to make suits. They didn't have to make monsters. Oh yeah. It was just guys in karate geese punching each other <laughs> with a very vague story about, oh, the master and the five stones and the th- whatever. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. But somehow lasted for two seasons. Wow. And for the longest time it was considered lost media because they never they only released like a couple episodes on DVD as like a mill creek, like you know, throwaway yeah,
1: print on demand.
0: Not yeah, just kind of <laughs> something like that. But uh, over the years, people have basically found old episodes on VHS that they like taped when they were kids, 10, 20 years ago. Well, no, <laughs> not ten years ago. More like twenty years ago, <laughs> yeah. and oh God, more like twenty-five years ago. If I'm being honest. Oh, 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 my bones. Oh, <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> but anyway, it has now been found. And uh, they did a deep dive book. I mean, this is like a, you know, 300, 400 page book about the production before, during and after what some of the actors went on and did afterwards. Most of them were just stunt guys that they just got one of them. I cannot remember the actor's name, but he ended up becoming being cast years and years later as uh, Power Rangers Time Force Blue. Is it Michael Coupon? I think. I think his name was Michael Coupon.
1: I remember that name. I know I've made a joke about that name before.
0: Well, you would, you might know him as uh, the main character in the Scorpion King Three: Tokyo Drift. <laughs> That made for T- that made for a DVD uh, spinoff to the they Rock got, movie.
1: He's Michael Coupon. They got a good deal. They on got him. a good
0: deal on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good joke. Good joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been I've been reading through the book, and it's just interesting to see. You know, it's literally a show that they turned something out of nothing. They had nothing. They were using old sets like they never they didn't have to spend any money on sets because they were just using backlot sets that Saban had lying around from either Power Rangers or failed other projects that they tried like the uh, um, Sailor Moon yeah, live, action. live action Sailor Moon <laughs> Sailor, Sailor,
1: Sailor Moon, moon.
0: <laughs> yeah did you watch that other that there's a new documentary where they found more stuff no I
1: did not know this
0: yes yes uh, Ray Mona she did more uh, Raven Simone, but not that Raven Simone. Yeah, um, she yeah they they actually actually got in touch and had a huge interview with the guy from Renaissance Productions, and they found uh, a live action Dragon Ball Z. Oh no, uh, a pitch <laughs> similar to the live action Sailor Moon. There is a Bulma, and there is a, a Goku, and it is rotten. <laughs> um, there was some test footage for a live action. Gundam which was basically what if the Power Rangers Megazord suit was a Gundam? <laughs> uh yeah. I would have watched that. I would have watched that too. Yeah. That's the thing about these shows like they they looked cheap. They looked really bad and they were done on the cheap because they were well one it's Saban, of course it's done on the cheap. Two, they were pitch reels so they weren't done. They didn't invest a lot of time and effort into it or money into it. But I would have watched them. The, the Sailor Moon one looked like they really tried. They made the attempt. Like it, yeah, it was bad, but like there was effort there. There were multiple sets, although weren't? Didn't they use one of the sets from? Uh, I think they said it was from Saved by the Bell: The College Years. They yeah, went on that. Familiar. They went on that soundstage after after hours and basically filmed those scenes there, from what I understand.
1: The reason that was bad is because it was Sailor Moon it was trying to be Sailor Moon. Yeah. Like if it was something that was inspired by Sailor Moon but well, not did, it, it probably would have been better. Didn't they try that as well? There wasn't Teen Oh yeah. Teen Angel. Teen Angel. Yeah. Which sounds creepy. That, it, that that's does, a bad name. That's yeah. a creepy name.
0: Yeah, it's not a good one. <laughs> but uh Yeah. God. What could have been?
1: Yeah. All these all these anime that are famous anime if they would have been here first as weird live action shows what what, the, what would that have done to the anime industry that we have now what if that became the norm
0: what if yeah. what if our uh a uh, north american introduction to uh say evangelion was a bad live action <laughs> animated hybrid oh, no what if uh one piece Although, the live-action One Piece is actually really yeah, good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. But I, but imagine that in the early two, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah.
1: With the special effects, so he looked like Mr. Fantastic from the Roger Corbin. Oh,
0: that would be... Yeah. Before. Actually, you know what? I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. That would be great. I don't care. That would be great. Oh, jeez. I'm trying to think. What are some other, like old anime that people love love. In,
1: oh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha as, as a as a live action yeah.
0: cat boy. Yeah. <laughs> or dog boy. I, he's I always, a dog. I always think he's, he's a, a dog. Well he's got the <laughs> tiny pointy ears and I think he's a cat, but no, I guess he is a dog technically. Uh, I
1: uh, Inu is Japanese for a dog. That's
0: okay. <laughs> um actually um actually yeah. Fair enough <laughs> Trigun. Live-action for children Trigun. For
1: children A live-action Trigun would be good. It would be good. Not for children. No. 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 It it would work. Even the costuming and stuff, I think, would look cool if they did it.
0: Hey, I've been to a comic convention. People can do the costume. I
1: I think if the live-action Cowboy Bebop people had done Trigun instead, Mm -hmm. maybe they would have had a better result. Yeah. There's less, like baggage baggage to try again people love it but not like it's not like high art right <laughs> yeah. like people see cowboy bebop ass and it i mean it is it's the one of the best anime of all time ever probably
0: Yeah. oh i just had a thought okay going back to a uh, live action evangelion from the 90s okay around this time tim curry was under contract through saban and and whatnot, because he did the voice. He was uh, he did a bunch of uh, cartoon voices. He was doing a lot of television, children's television at the time. What if we got uh, Jerry Akari played by <laughs> Tim
1: Curry? Oh, man, a Tim Curry Gendo would be pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must get
0: into the robot. With your friend Charizard. With your friend Charizard. <laughs> Don't make me sit here and anticipate. i watched that i I did that the uh, the other day as well we went and saw that live at the uh, renaissance theater in mansfield um the rocky horror picture show yeah and it was a pretty rowdy crowd people brought their stuff we had toast to throw we threw rice we 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 put up the newspapers when it was raining which is good because someone brought a squirt bottle and was spraying people um uh, did people have to take their clothes off in no. front of oh thank oh, god oh no no they did not do any of that pre-show whatever oh, when we
1: saw the fishnet mafia oh, version that was Columbus that was embarrassing. horrifying embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> oh that my god! Was... they anybody who was new had to go up front and strip down to their underwear which is horrible
0: oh terrible
1: yeah no terrible. thank you
0: no yeah no they don't do any they didn't do any of that stuff thank goodness because if they did I wouldn't have gone yeah I, although, I, I will applaud the one guy. There were a lot of people in costume. There was one Rocky. It was a cold night. <laughs> oh, it yeah. was a cold night. That guy really got, had dedication. to it. That was some yeah. dedication. Yeah. Yeah. If I ever dressed up for it, I would probably go as Eddie because it seems like the easiest both yeah. for my body size and also it's a leather jacket yeah. <laughs> and like a fake scar prosthetic on the forehead or whatever.
1: I, I saw a clip on TikTok of people yelling the stuff during the movie. And it dawned on me that I hate that. <laughs> it got it got to be a little much. Because, like, it's not, nobody's laughing at it. because yeah, They're just doing it. Yeah, if you're yelling it, you already know it. Yeah. And if you don't know it, you're not going to understand it because they just yell it real
0: loud. There's, <laughs> there's a hefty, like, dose of look at me, look at me. Yeah. That goes into it. And, like, a little bit is fun. It's, it's the same with going to the room live. I did that once down at uh, the Drexel. And I love the room. I love seeing people react to the room, especially the first time. Yeah. But there were people throwing plastic spoons at the screen and screaming lines. And every time they started throwing football, people would get up and start throwing footballs in the in the theater. And it was, it was just distracting. It was like, the movie's funny enough as it is. You don't need all this extra hoopla to go with it you know
1: yeah i i, I saw a tommy wiseau post that they were going to be in chicago doing it live and that dawned on me that you know i think i've seen the room enough times in my life
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would see it one more time if tommy Wiseau yeah. were there. because i saw it with with uh greg Sestero a few years ago and that was fun because he did a little q a beforehand and unlike tommy wiseau greg Sestero seems like he has You know, he's from uh, this planet. He's got about a half a brain in his head (laughs) and he and he's he's able to look at answer questions intelligently, but also look at it as going, okay, yeah, this is a camp thing. We're going to have some fun with it. Where Tommy Wiseau, I don't I don't know. I I don't I don't know about that guy. And the worst thing that happened to Tommy Wiseau is that he found out that people thought he was funny that one time. Yeah, because ever since then, he's been trying to force it. And it's just not, it's just not there. Although Big Shark looks great. I'm looking yeah, forward I to Big see, Shark. I see yeah, I want to see Big Shark. Yeah. That's it. That's my check okay. out so I've done enough.
1: Um, I haven't gushed about Mario Wonder on this show yet. Let's so do I it. I should probably do that. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. It's great. Um, a lot of people have been saying it feels like a Mario 4 or
0: 5, if that were... A thing, a thing, yeah, and it really does. I've seen a lot of gameplay of it, and it looks it looks like a real throwback, not to the new Super Mario Brothers line of games, but like the like Super Mario Super Nintendo and like that line of gameplay.
1: Yeah, it, it actually feels fresh and exciting, and it can surprise you, which is something none of the new Super Mario Brothers games could say. Yeah, because they were just cookie cutter, more Mario stuff. So it's like the new Super Mario Brothers games are like if they took Mario 3 and just made it six more times right afterwards. Sure. Because, you know, all the old Mario games, was like they don't reuse this Mario sprite every yeah. time. He looks different. The world looks A little different. different. Sure. And sure. uh, the new Super Mario Brothers games bucked that trend and made the same thing six times. And that's why everybody got bored with
0: it. Yeah. It's also so weird trying to describe the, the new Super Mario series. How they're—it's the old series of games, but they're—they were all called New Super Mario Brothers, whatever one, two, three, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to names. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it's—it's New Super Mario Mm One, New Super Mario Wii, New Super Mario Two, New Super Mario U. (laughs) Like
0: it's—it's awful. It was awful. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they're those are by no means bad games, but they are not. There's no innovation. Yeah, there's
0: no innovation with it other than oh there's a mushroom that make you big yeah make you real big that's okay that's that's like half a thought yeah now you, you can't base an entire game off of that yeah.
1: or now there's a lot of coin yeah yeah <laughs> but wonder like now there's a flower and you don't know what it's gonna do until you touch it and it, it's wild yeah
0: yeah some of that stuff looks crazy like the the stuff that they add to it and, and everything
1: it's pretty cool It just feels fresh and exciting, and it's been a long time since a Mario game has felt fresh and exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, and it's not perfect. There's still some things that, like, I wish it was longer, which I don't know if that's a slight against it or the fact that I liked it so much that I wanted more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't tell. I wish there was more difficult levels. There's really only three or four levels that are any, like, you bang your head against. I wish, I want more of that.
0: Isn't there like a? It's it's similar to the Star Road in um, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, or there's, the Super Nintendo? there's a special world. Special world, yeah.
1: That you have to find special entrances to each. Each world has a secret entrance to the special world.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that is kind of like the Star Road or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. the le-
1: I didn't think the levels were all that hard. There's a couple of them that are like challenging, yeah. but
0: well, that goes back to Nintendo's thought that Mario games are supposed to be for everyone. And sometimes and to both their credit and detriment, I think having an entry, a more entry level game for younger players is a good idea. But also, yeah, you do you can, miss out on some you of the can challenge.
1: Do bo- you can do both. You can do both.
0: Yeah. The Kirby games actually do both. There are a uh, Kirby games are like baby games, but the challenge levels post ending the post game stuff is usually pretty. Yeah, it, it gets going, especially the, the newest one. Like I had the the toughest time with that final final extra end game boss in uh, in uh, the new Kirby
1: the Forgotten Land. Forgotten
0: Land. That was such yeah. a good game. That was a really good game. I'm I'm I wish there were DLC or something along yeah. those lines. That
1: that was the Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey of Kirby games.
0: Yeah, and it you know what people don't talk about it as much. Yeah, everyone they, goes. They really should. They really should. Everyone goes back to. Uh, the Robobot on the 3DS which was a good game. Yeah, that one was great. It was a great game, but yeah, people need to talk about Forgotten Lands a lot more.
1: Uh, The other thing about Mario I wish that that Yoshi wasn't easy mode. Sure. Because I like Yoshi and I would like to play the game as Yoshi, but not if he can't be damaged.
0: Like, they should have, at least with Yoshi, they should have had, okay, you select Yoshi and then another menu pops up saying, do you want normal or easy mode? Yeah. Like, Actually, they should have done that with all of them, yeah. inclu- including Nabbit. They should have just been like, okay, yeah, do you want to play this on normal mode or easy mode?
1: Even I can understand why Yoshi can't get a fire flower or whatever. Like, that's fine, because he has his own stuff he does. Sure.
0: <laughs> he can, he's got the tongue. That's fine. That's fine. And, you know, if he wants to spit fireballs, he could swallow a red shell and spit the fireballs yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, they could, making they it could
1: even put the egg throwing in there if we really wanted. They,
0: yeah, no, they really could. Um, do you think Wonder is going to get any kind of um, DLC support or anything like that?
1: I don't know. It would be nice, and it wouldn't be the first time like a 2D Mario got DLC. Yeah, but it's also weird they haven't said anything about it because usually they're pretty, pretty quick pretty about it. Quick,
0: yeah. Oh man, what if what if they put out a DLC with Wario and Waluigi? What if this seems like the perfect game for a Waluigi to be a playable his first playable 2D platformer because the game is weird and yeah. also Waluigi <laughs> is a weirdo.
1: Also, the characters are all the same except for Yoshi and Nabbit. They might as well have put him in there. They might as I mean, well. It's just another yeah. set of animations to do. It's not like
0: they had to hire another voice actor because they're the um, the new guy that they got from uh, Mario and Luigi. He's clearly doing a Wario and Waluigi as well. Yeah,
1: well, at least Wario, because in Wario. the new Wario, where he's voicing Wario in he a is. in a kind of different way, it's he's, different, but it's fine. He sounds like old Wario, like like from like a Mario Kart 64 or or like
0: a um, uh, Wario World Shake It.
1: Yeah, or just Wario World. Yeah. Wario World. Yeah, because the, the Wario uh voice that Charles Martinet did had. Was different. It had more to it.
0: It's almost like he was a different character in those games as opposed to the mainline Mario games.
1: Which, I mean, he He kind of is. is. He kind (laughs) of is,
0: yeah. If the game wasn't called Warrior Wear, they would have removed Wario from the equation a long time ago, I think. Yeah. But that's the brand, you know.
1: But yeah, the new Mario, fantastic. I, I wish there was more of it to play i've already i've gotten all of the collectible wonder seeds and all of the levels nice all I, right i haven't done there's three big purple coins in every level i haven't gotten all of those and mm-hmm. it also keeps track of if you hit the top of the flagpole in every level right yeah i and did I notice that i, I haven't done that yeah. so i probably will at one point 100% it because it's you're going
0: to completionist it? Yeah, just
1: because it's that enjoyable to play sure. that I'll, I'll find any excuse to go back in there and, and play it more. Oh, there you go. Cool.
0: Well, cool. I'm glad it was yeah. that good.
1: I just It just needs, like, maybe one more world worth mm. of, of challenging levels, I think.
0: No, makes sense. It, I, there is
1: actually only seven worlds, and the traditional Mario number
0: is eight. It's eight, so <laughs> maybe there is. Maybe there's something coming. Even if it's a free DLC. You know, who knows? Yeah.
1: You've been playing Call to the Lamb. How's how's that going for you? Fine. I don't know. You don't sound like you super love it. I don't. I don't you don't. It's, it's okay. It's not like I don't like it, but I don't know. It's it's just something to pass the time. Yeah. Like you're not super invested.
0: Yeah. I can see that. I've I've played through a, a good deal of it. Um, the I will say the post game is pretty interesting. Okay. And there is a they're working on another free DLC that adds a lot more uh, things for your uh, townsfolk to mm-hmm. do and automate as opposed because that is a little bit it's like for me, I don't know, I don't know how it is for you, but uh, it feels like they took, Half of an Animal Crossing and half of a Binding of, Binding, of I- yeah. Binding of Isaac, and it feels like less than the sum of its parts. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, there's just not enough of both. But the um, the post game does add a bit more to the fighting. They you basically go back through for a bunch more challenge levels to challenge the the four bosses one more time, and they actually become members of your town, mm-hmm. like that's they're cool. like they're they're pre god forms essentially and um so hopefully they continue to work on it and get it but yeah it does feel a little lacking
1: i just remembered that i've been playing the hell out of hello kitty island adventure on my phone (laughs) nice all right (laughs) and it is great yeah it is animal crossing but with sanrio characters and also there's little zelda puzzles in there oh nice (laughs) um like seriously, there's little rooms you go in that have like legit like move boxes around puzzles or Oh wow, like okay. how am I gonna get across this gap by like placing a box that blows air up here? Like there's legitimate puzzles in there. Nice it's neat.
0: <laughs> nice. Is Karopi in there? Yes. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, they're all in there. They're all in
0: there? All right.
1: Some in, in larger quantities than others. Because one of the parts of the game is decorating houses to get other Sanrio characters to come visit like Animal
0: Crossing Crossing. aside
1: from the ones that are already there with you when you have to jump out of a malfunctioning airplane onto an island. Oh wow okay All right. Uh, Yeah Hello Kitty uh, tries to turn on a some sort of cake machine on the airplane and it goes haywire (laughs) and uh, Bats Maru actually says I'm sick and tired of all these cakes on this plane.
0: Yes! (laughs) Yes! All right. All right. I'm sold. I might, yeah. I might download this thing. That sounds great.
1: The, the downside is you have to get Apple Arcade
0: oh, mm. to do it. Well, then maybe I won't. Which, which but... I
1: did get Apple Arcade because I canceled my dumb Mario Kart subscription because they stopped making new things for that game. They just said, it's done. It's just going to repeat now oh, forever. Oh, Mario Kart
0: Dash or whatever. Yeah, Mario
1: Kart Mario Kart, Mario Kart Tour. Okay, yeah, they tour. finally yeah. said it, it's going into like, I don't know, life support. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: But, so I'm like, well, and then I'm not paying for this anymore and that's I've fair. since canceled it and deleted it from my phone. Like,
0: you know what when those games, when games as a service stop doing like they stop creating new content, they should either greatly reduce or just make the game completely free at that mm-hmm. point if it's if it's done, just make it. That's what they did with that uh uh Mega Man dive oh yeah Mega Man X dive they, whatever they turned it into a standalone game yeah and even if they put a price on it if they said okay from we're we're ending life on this if you want to keep playing it and just have access to everything give us ten bucks that yeah. way they can get at least a little more out of it I would be fine with something like that
1: I but, mean I, I had pretty much gotten all the characters that I had wanted and seen all of the things I'd wanted to see and if oh. they're not making anything new then that's it
0: well there you go there you go all right, hey, let's take a break and when we come back, we're going to jump into a bunch of news. My grandpa have a radio show. It's called Long Play. He
1: just plays old records. I'm not sure what that is, but they make grandpa really happy. If you like old records, you can listen
0: with grandpa if you want to.
1: Friday nights at 11. And Saturday afternoon at 3, right here on WZMO.
0: Hey, we're back from the break, and we hope that you are too. I mean, if you're not, you're not hearing this. (laughs) Let's go ahead and get into some news. (laughs) And do you hear that? Do you hear that echo?
1: Echo,
0: Echo, Echo. That's right. We're going to be talking about the Marvel Echo trailer, their newest TV series on Disney Plus, which is a. Echo Street is
1: the streaming service. Stream-
0: well, that is a stream. Yes, <laughs> yes. But no, I'm thinking. Okay, Echo was in. Wasn't she a minor character in the last Daredevil series? She was on one of them. She was the, on one of them.
1: She was on one of the Disney Plus ones. Oh, it was a Disney
0: Plus one? I
1: can't remember which one because they all bleed together. A little
0: bit. Uh, yeah. But not- this is like the beginning of them meshing the, or at least cherry picking the ones from um some some of the stuff from the Netflix, like Daredevil and and Jessica yeah. Jones and stuff like that. They're starting to cherry pick what they liked about those and putting them into the Disney Plus series, because this trailer features uh, Vincent D'Onofrio returning as Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin. Echo, for folks who don't know, is a uh, newer Marvel character, although I say newer. She's been around for like 10 years, which I guess in the grand scheme of things is a newer character. But essentially, it's, uh, the uh, you just ask yourself the question, what if Daredevil was deaf instead of blind? And uh, you get Echo. She is a deaf character who has uh, photographic reflexes.
1: Hawkeye. She
0: was on she was Hawkeye. She was on Hawkeye. That's what it was. Yeah. And she is essentially, an ass- she was a trained assassin for Wilson Fisk who eventually kind of breaks away from it.
1: Which he was, he was in Hawkeye too. Right. Kingpin was in Hawkeye also. Right. God, it's been so long since I watched that. Yeah. It was yeah. one of the better ones.
0: Yeah. And see, that's that's a shame that it's one of the better ones, and yet they still bleed together and you can't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the trailer for Echo looks really good and surprisingly raw for yeah. uh, Disney+. This,
1: this looks like, like almost R-rated.
0: It looks like the Netflix series uh, yeah. when they did those, because those were a little more gritty and serious and bloody and this one certainly is.
1: The, yeah, I mean, somebody gets shot in the head in the trailer; like it's wild. Yeah, uh, for just, Disney Plus.
0: Yeah, uh, Kingpin punches a guy in the face until he dies. It looks surprisingly good. I still won't watch it. I mean, I'll watch it eventually, <laughs> yeah. but I won't watch it when it comes out because I am still still burnt out on on MCU stuff. It,
1: maybe I'll watch more than one episode of this and stick around, even with Loki that just recently has oh, come really? out. We've watched one and then just have forgotten to come back to watch any of the other ones that have come out since. And it's not that I didn't like the one I saw. It was absolutely fine. Oh, sure. It's just, I just don't... It's hit not critical ex- mass. I'm not excited
0: about it. It's hit critical mass. It used to be, having one or two Marvel things a year come out used to be a real special thing. And now it's like, there's a million shows and they all fade into each other and they all are have a very desaturated color palette and they all kind of feel and look the same they're very samey and, and secret invasion
1: sucked or, on ice or what well, yeah it was so bad it was yeah. awful and yeah. that kind of burnt me out on the whole thing i guess
0: sure secret invasion caused more problems that like narratively within the universe than it's solved like you have Two major characters that should be popping up, should have popped up in the Marvel's movie that's coming out here in the next couple of weeks, but won't because they were killed off in Secret Invasion. Talos, one of the best things about the Marvel, the Captain Marvel movie, should be there, and he's not. <laughs> it's, they now have the problem where the most powerful character in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is an original character played by uh, Daenerys Targaryen, who will probably never show back up in another Marvel-related thing, but has all of the powers of all of them put together.
1: Oh, yeah, and that they're going to act like that never happened.
0: Yeah. And again, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not that I didn't like... You know, I I think the last Marvel thing I watched was uh, the la- the latest Thor movie in theaters. And I liked it. It was fine.
1: It was enjoyable. I didn't even like, I didn't even like it that much. The the techo, last Teiko TD Thor,
0: it was it was totally all over the place. But yeah. I think I liked I, I liked the story that they were wanting to tell. I mean I, I, I mean it. it was
1: fun enough. Like yeah. it was a good time, but like definitely not one of the better.
0: Sure, it's not one of the better. But I treated that one like well, if you're reading comics, you you know you either have the ones that progress the storyline along, or you have the one shots. You have the one offs. Love and Thunder was a was a one off story. It didn't really progress anything. <laughs> um, not, not
1: one of Taika Waititi's better.
0: Well, that's why they're works. not bringing him back for Thor five. Yeah, which is apparently happening.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Of all of the Avengers, why Thor is? Why is Thor the one getting five films? Because
1: he's the one that doesn't that wants to keep making them. I guess everybody else has bowed out at this point and been like I'm done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. And that kind of leads into our other thing. There is some uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe news. They're tossing around the idea of either rebooting the entire franchise and recasting everyone starting fresh or doing another straight up Avengers movie that will somehow bring Tony Stark and Black Widow back from the dead. Getting the gang back together?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's comics. You might as... It's, it's, that's the kind of stuff that happens. Sure, it's comics, <laughs> but also... I really don't think that... That, uh, that
0: stinks of desperation.
1: Yeah, it really does. And I don't think that's the reason why... Pe- that's not going to get butts in seats. That's not why people came to these. Just to see Robert Downey Jr... I mean, he's a draw, but he he's is. not, like, the reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a draw, but he's not, like, he's not why the movies are good. He's a good part of the movies. Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly it. And I don't know, man. It's it's getting... I,
1: I wish they would bring Black Widow back because I thought her death was cheap and
0: bad. It was, it was cheap and bad, <laughs> but I also... I I like uh, the new Black Widow. I like... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh. I like Florence Pugh. I, I think her character is... I think her character has more personality just by default than, than the original yeah. Scarlet or well, cause um, this was black the widow. second
1: pass at black widow. So it's going to be better. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh sure. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. But like, I don't know. I, again, it comes down to, I think they've diluted the pool a little too much. There's, there's too much going on. And I know you don't have to watch everything, but
1: especially when things that happen in the TV shows almost never have any effect on the movies
0: sure no that's a good point
1: but or they explain the thing that happened in the show enough that it doesn't matter That it doesn't matter (laughs)
0: that's that's true but for for the longest time it was you had to watch these movies to understand what was going on so they built that they kind of trained the audience to do that and now going into again the marvels which i you know it looks fine it looks like a fun movie but to get the entire backstory, you have to have seen Captain Marvel. It's easy. That's a mo- That's a movie. That's fine. WandaVision, which everybody watched WandaVision, uh, although you might not remember the the Monica Rambeau being a, a minor character yeah. within it.
1: You're, you're cheating yourself out of a good time if you haven't watched WandaVision.
0: Yet. Yeah. Um, Ms. Marvel, which I enjoyed the first couple episodes that I watched, but I, d- I didn't finish it and it seemed fine.
1: I don't think you would have to. I think if you just know who she is, right, that's fine,
0: right? If, and it ties in with Secret Invasion as well, because it has to do with scrolls. I'll, because everything has to do with scrolls. I'll now. bet
1: they cut down the amount of ties to that, if any, to a minimum.
0: <laughs> I would hope so, but from what I understand, they are the major antagonists.
1: Huh. Well, I'm not it's gonna going watch to watch.
0: Difficult to. I'm going to go
1: into that movie without having seen secret invasion because i'm not watching that <laughs>
0: nothing nothing can make me watch all of that no read the wikipedia article and that's all you need to know.
1: You know i'm not even gonna i'm gonna go in blind and see how it goes okay and see if it's really yeah, something let, yeah, i need to do
0: yeah. let us know because i'm curious i i will probably see it try to see that one in theaters because i want to support i want to you know uh the director is really good she did the uh, uh candy remake from years ago. I
1: need to watch that. that was
0: that one was really good. That one was really good. It was a remake, but also kind of also a backdoor sequel because they referenced things that happened in the first Candyman it's a, movie. It's a requel. Yeah, it's like, a requel. I like that. It That I was like from that. The New Scream. Okay.
1: Which we watched as one of our Halloween type oh, movies. Oh, nice. It's really good. They did yeah. a really good yeah. job with it. Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah, I hope, I hope it's good for... Nia da Costa, That's the director's uh, sake and for everybody involved in the project. But I don't know. I'm still I'm still pretty burnt.
1: I feel like it could be the last time we see Brie Larson in this thing. Oh things, yeah, she's, she's as soon as
0: her contract is up, there is no yeah. renewal. She is she, she will, doesn't
1: seem interested in she, uh, continuing to be Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> in the trailers that I've seen, she doesn't look interested in continuing it on screen. <laughs> Like, I know Captain Marvel's character is she's supposed to be kind of gruff and no nonsense and whatever. But she just seems d- over it. <laughs> Every scene, she just seems over it. And I don't again, I don't know if that's the character or if that's Brie Larson. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah. Art I, imitates life.
1: And the thing is, I like Brie Larson, too. I do, too. I think she's a, a, a fantastic actress. I
0: think she is, too. And she's she's goofy. Like, in real life, I've seen some of her, like, she did a... During the, the lockdown, she started a YouTube channel and did some stuff. And
1: Yeah, she came across very likable. She, she's
0: very affable. But, yeah. I I don't know. She loves Nintendo, Oh, she stuff does. Too. Animal Crossing. Loved Animal Crossing. Like, loved, loved it. Yeah, I remember that. But, yeah, what do you think of this... Um, reboot thing they're also talking about like scrapping their whole plans with kang the conqueror because of the whole uh jonathan major's real life he uh, he
1: really is a villain he's a real life villain he was allegedly he
0: he has not been convicted yet so technically we have to say allegedly on that however it's overwhelming evidence (laughs) you know it's it's a very light allegedly let's put it that way (laughs) um plus in universe how could you? It's it's kind of tough to set up a Thanos level villain when you're beaten by Ant Man. Yeah, when Ant Man beat you in a single pretty soundly, pretty soundly. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're talking about the possibility of uh, pivoting to Doctor Doom, Which, introducing the Fantastic Four early and doing Doctor Doom.
1: Honestly, they should have went right to Doom
0: to begin with. Doom is great. You know, I, I they I agree. I agree when when done correctly. I still don't think they've done Doctor Doom totally correctly in films since the Roger Corman nineteen ninety four version, which is I I will maintain is the most comics accurate version of Doctor Doom on screen. I I read uh, someone who who suggested this online. Uh, they they someone said after Endgame, if they're going to do the multiverse thing, they should have shifted and just started telling stories out of a parallel Marvel universe. That already has the X-Men and the Fantastic Four established alongside these other ones. They just say, okay, the timeline w- that had Thanos in it, that one's done. End story. Yeah. Close the book. Here is a si- here is the next one set in parallel universe. That way we can get away with casting people d- differently if we want to. Yo- cast younger th- actors that are aging out of the roles folding form. the
1: x-men and gives them so much more stuff to do too there's yeah. so much meat on the x-men in general that add to add to that universe that they there so many fresh things they could be doing
0: yeah and the the other thing is this makes me nervous for um the whole thing was uh, locking down uh th- Kang and everything is making me nervous for um Deadpool 3 oddly enough because from what I understand the TVA from the Loki series is a major component of Deadpool 3 and it's them building a team trying to put together a team to combat Kang the Conqueror because they know about the multiple the multiverse Kang problem and they go to Deadpool because he knows he's a film character who know who's like Oh, yeah, multiverse stuff. Eh, Sure, why not? Whatever. (laughs) I I didn't used to be in this film franchise, but now I popped up. Whatever. And if they're pivoting away from that character, what's that going to do to the Deadpool movie? And how is that going to affect? Is it going to get late stage rewrites? Is it going to be? Yeah, they're
1: going to have to cut Taylor Swift out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I hope they don't.
1: There's so many rumors about her being in that movie as Dazzler. As Dazzler.
0: I hope so. Yeah,
1: I think she, I think great. she
0: would be the perfect choice for Dazzler, the character who can turn sound into hard energy, basically sing at you so hard that you explode. The Taylor, and she's blonde. Yeah. You know what? Go one step further. Put her in the 1970s disco Dazzler costume. Not the modern one with the leather jacket and like the, you know, you're looking cool or whatever. Put her in like the the sequin, you know, onesie jumpsuit and the roller skates. I feel like if, Why she, not? if
1: she's appearing in a Deadpool movie, it's going to be that Dazzler. <laughs> I hope
0: so. Yeah, the the pre-X-Menification Dazzler before, back when she was just rumored to be a mutant instead of being like on the X-Men or whatever. Dude, yeah, do it. Why not? That'd be great. Shoot, put Travis Kelsey, the the football player that she's dating, in there. Why not bring everybody in? Who cares? He could be, you know what? He could be long shot. He could be the 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 other guy, or like uh, Dazzler's love interest that has vague luck based powers. And that's it.
1: That's what the MCU needs to save it is the Taylor Swift bump. The you know
0: f- what? The four hundred percent Taylor Swift. Bump. You're joking, <laughs> but it would be the if if that if that is the case. Deadpool 3 could eclipse Endgame
1: <laughs> levels. It's true, of, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's the truth because you'll get all the Swifties showing up multiple times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a, a Facebook group for the, the Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls movie. Okay. That had a one day uh, Fathom event for it. Mm-hmm. And people were complaining about how every time that movie was quiet all they could hear was the Taylor Swift era's movie playing in another theater <laughs> and people singing along with it.
0: <laughs> oh, that would, yeah,
1: I, I, I could see <laughs> that. that. I could see that. Taylor Swift is too powerful to
0: the point where it's scary. If she were to use her powers for evil instead of good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it's like that thin of a line it kind of is if taylor swift goes rogue we're (laughs) Uh all we're all in trouble
0: yeah no that's 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 a good point (laughs) yeah uh and let's transition off of that to some of the other stuff we had another movie trailer that we uh watched uh kingdom of the planet of the apes of the
1: of the apes of of the the monkeys of the jungle of
0: the jungle and the mighty jungle (laughs) the lion sleeps tonight. the lion sleeps tonight they should have named this
1: movie literally anything else because there's too many of those in it's the It's too much.
0: It's it's too much. Um, I kind of wish Josh were here. We're probably not going to talk on this one as much because yeah. jo- Josh is the is the uh, Planet of the Apes guy. He's the monkey boy. He's... <laughs> he likes the apes. He does like the apes. That's a good... Yeah, yeah, I know. That's And not true. just the Planet of the Apes. He's, he loves apes in general. The Donkey Kong. He's a big Donkey Kong guy. And yeah, King, King Kong King Kong. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is Nerd Overload's resident monkey boy. Yeah. Ah, that feels bad to say.
1: <laughs> I say that with no malice. Oh, there
0: is zero malice behind <laughs> it. But anyway, this trailer looks good. It looks like another planet reboot, Planet of the Apes movie.
1: I need to go back and watch them because I bet I would like them. The,
0: the first couple I watched the first couple of the of the apes of the, of the um the of the the franchise thes, yes fast and the furious of the apes <laughs> fast of the furious fast of the furious of the apes of the apes of the yes uh and the, they're the first couple were fine they were pretty good um i kind i didn't watch the most recent one but um yeah they're fine i mean you kind of have to get over the uh the cg ape look a little bit they're not quite as good there, there was nothing
1: wrong with the way they looked in the 70s. Yeah. That was convincing then.
0: Put people in costumes. Yeah. Pra- I uh, uh, Practical effects all the way for me, man, but yeah.
1: The last planet of the Apes movie I saw was the Mark Wahlberg uh, Tim Burton one. You mean those apes are talking? <laughs> yeah. Say, how do you bother for me? The Tim Burton one where he stole the ending from Kevin Smith but then claimed he didn't steal
0: it because he would never read a comic book. Despite doing a Batman movie, multiple Batman movies, yes. and almost a Superman movie. <laughs> I actually saw something about the, uh, the Nicolas Cage. This is kind of a one-off thing. Nicolas Cage, Superman, you know, showed up in The Flash. He finally watched it, and he said that what he does in that movie is 100% not what they filmed, and he called... Uh, CGI and AI generation of, of actors and abomination. Good. Good yeah. good job, Nick good Cage. Good on him. Good on him. Just one more person saying that that Flash movie was trash. And, so, and, hey. and
1: one more tick in the Nick Cage is great column. Yes. Speaking of Nick Cage who beat up animatronics <laughs> in the film uh, Willy's Wonderland, uh-huh. we've got. Well, let's talk about another film with animatronics that desperately could use Nick Cage, but he's not in it.
0: Uh, the You mean the uh, Banana Splits movie for the Sci-Fi Channel?
1: Oh, no, I'm talking about The Hug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about none of those things. Uh, Th- those failed um, scripts for Five Nights at Freddy's. We're talking about the real thing. They, okay. The one that got made. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's real bad. Really? But even though it's real bad, it's still making a ton of money, so no one will learn anything.
0: Yeah. You know, I have this movie downloaded uh, because... No, you I- have it on... You have Air it ready plus no, wink wink
1: Peacock. You're-
0: I have it on Peacock wink wink. <laughs> yes, yes, legally legally You, you have speaking. it ready to
1: watch on Peacock as do I Str-
0: on streaming. Yeah, Um, I just haven't pulled the trigger on watching it yet because I know I'm not going to like it. Yeah, and l- the stills look fine because I like that they used practical effects. The- yeah, for the, the puppets look great. Those look great, but the. Film, I'm afraid, is going to be is going to be stuck so dogmatically to the lore built around the games that barely makes which sense. is trash. Yeah, um, it, it was
1: all an afterthought and kids went they they went so far into it and he kept, you know, obliging it because why wouldn't you that it turned into a huge like cluster?
0: Yeah, cluster.
1: And now they had to make a movie that follows that, which is not going to make a good movie.
0: On the surface, I would put the fans of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise akin to the Undertale fans. The only difference is Toby Fox actually did have all of the backstory and everything for his characters planned out prior to the game, whereas everything in Five Nights at Freddy's is an afterthought, and it shows.
1: And also... Toby Fox is an incredibly talented individual. Yes. And the Five Nights at Freddy's Guide just kind, it's kind of, of a hack. Yeah, just kind of tripped into a good idea.
0: And this is not even his idea. There, were, there have been other FMV style watch the monitors. Yeah,
1: it's he built a better night trap. That's what he, yeah, did. <laughs> he did.
0: Very good. Yes. Yep. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I'll watch it because I got to. For for my job, it's it's. But I it's just interesting. I'm interested to see and how
1: see how bad of a job they
0: did. I'm going to go in with an open mind. I will go in with an open mind. Well, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. open mind, open heart, can't lose. But I'm not expecting much.
1: And it, it could have been such a slam dunk too, because it, it's a good concept. At its Face value.
0: If there were only one game, the first game, and then they made a movie out of that, it could have been great because the first game had minimal lore and they could have done whatever they wanted in the film. But again, because you have to make the fans of the series happy, and if they get anything wrong, they're going to get a million and one Uh, angry Twitter comments and stuff, or Tumblr comments. These kids are on Tumblr, I guess. Are I they?
1: I, nobody's. Are people still on Tumblr? I don't know.
0: I, I'm too old. I don't know. Do I, they, I do, they do if, the TikToks. I think stance? if they would have
1: not had Scott Cawthorn, the guy that created Five Nights at Freddy's, so involved with yeah, this film. that's also a problem. It could have also been good.
0: It's good to have the creators involved in some capacity. Otherwise, you get the Mario Brothers movie from the 90s. <laughs> but. Yeah, sometimes too much creator involvement. It becomes too precious to well, them. It took, and it's,
1: yeah, it took them, what, six to ten years to nail down a script that he would
0: approve of? And it's a script about animatronics come to life and attack a guy. And there maybe there's ghosts maybe in they Maybe there're ghosts? I don't... It
1: it should have been a slam dunk to make a good movie out of...
0: The Willy's Wonderland script would have been good enough yeah. for... Five Nights at Freddy's and keep Nicholas Cage in it. Yeah,
1: everything about it sounds good until because, like, who do, who do we get to make the animatronics? Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Yes, excellent, great. Who's producing it? Blumhouse. They usually, They usually do a great job Perfect. of horror films. Good. What happened? What happened? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> what <Yeah>. happened?
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we have uh, just a couple more minutes here, and. I am burning to talk about uh, Japanese Power Rangers. Will you allow me to talk about <laughs> yes, Japanese Power Rangers? It. It's Sam's Japanese Power Rangers Minute.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm narrow casting at this that point. That used
1: all your time. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Well, that's the end of the show. No. Uh,
0: there were two things that are actually kind of interesting that is happening. One is, was really surprising. For the first time ever, I think People Magazine recognized that not just Power Rangers, but Super Sentai, the Japanese exclusive versions of Power Rangers. Apparently, they did a little uh, a little blurb thing about Danny Lynn uh, Brickhouse, I think, or something like that. I think that's her name. It's Anna Nicole Smith's daughter, and uh, if that if that kind of rings a bell a little bit, it's because one. Anna Nicole Smith was a terrible actress and married a 90 year old billionaire
1: and was in the fantastic film Skyscraper.
0: Skyscraper. Yeah, I found that the other day, by the way, I have that on (laughs) on streaming. Uh, (laughs) But uh, so there was a a, when when Danny Lynn was born, she's 17 now. When she was born, there was a long protracted legal case. And this was after Anna Nicole Smith had passed uh, about her uh, uh, biological parent her biological father there was like a court case there was like multiple men trying vying to try to because the the kid was the heir to anna nicole smith's late 90 year old billionaire husband's fortune and it included exhuming anna nicole smith's body for a dna test but they ended up you know it got resolved it was in the news for a while it got resolved disappeared well um there's a thing in people magazine where uh the guy the the girl um was dressed up for halloween and her father 3d built a costume for her based on her favorite television show ever a show called avataro sentai dawn brothers which was season 46 of super (laughs) sentai one of the ones not developed into a power ranger season so this is a japanese only version of the show someone had she would have had to have gone out and found this <laughs> she, this she is, is not a she is
1: on <laughs> the same tokusatsu uh subtitle website that you are
0: <laughs> oh without a doubt i have no doubt that i know i i probably know the website she downloaded her, her episodes from it's probably same <laughs> what i did but it's just kind of crazy that this is like a weird niche niche within a niche that no one in the West cares about, no one in the West cares about, and yet here it is in, in People Magazine. People Magazine, and does that mean that we're going to see more of this kind of thing over here, or is this a weird flash in the pan? Who knows? It, probably nothing. It's probably going to be nothing.
1: It speaks to how wide of a net of entertainment there is now with the internet. That's true.
0: That's very very but true. You you
1: can find your little thing so much easier now uh-huh. than you
0: ever could. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And the other thing in uh, Japanese Power Rangers news, uh, one of my favorite seasons was called Gokaiger. It was pirate themed, but also it was an anniversary season where they had the power to turn into any of the previous 34 seasons of Power Rangers and use their special abilities. It's a pretty good season. They literally flew around in a flying pirate ship and they were pirating the powers of other Rangers.
1: Kind of a cool concept. Where where <clears> they kind of like eating one piece's
0: lunch? Uh, you know what? A little a, bit. Actually, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. It
1: it didn't dawn on me till right now because I knew this existed and I knew one piece existed and it didn't dawn on me until right now. Was one
0: piece really burning red hot 10 years ago or 12 years ago? Possibly. Because that's when it would have that's when uh we're on th- season 47 now, so it would have been 12 years ago.
1: It's very possible. Yeah.
0: Anyway, there, um, they
1: they were on episode 700.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Um anyway, there was an actor on that show. He played the Super Secret 6th Ranger. Um the actor's name is uh, Junya Ikeda. Um he had been in a bu- in a bunch of other stuff post gokaiger and that includes being arrested <laughs> for what uh the Japanese public call uh special fraud, which is what we would call phishing scams over here. It's um People calling uh, uh, folks on their phone, typically the elderly, pretending to be PC support or a long-lost relative that needs a uh, uh, wire money wire transfer to get out of a problem or something. A Nigerian along those lines. prince, Nigerian prince, yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, he was called. Caught- I'm Gokeider Silver, and I need your iTunes gift card. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but it went one step further. To the point where he called, uh, he and an accomplice called an elderly uh, person uh, over in Japan uh, saying that their computer had been compromised. And then arrived at the elderly person's home dressed as a police officer, presenting himself as a police officer, and somehow scammed the person out of their debit card. God. Like hardcore. He is going to Japanese prison for this.
1: He'll have the cell next to Yuji uh, Naka.
0: Yeah, he'll be right next to Yuji Naka. You, you know what? He'll be the next voice of, of uh, Balan Wonderworld or whatever. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just kind of... I'm not convinced that game wasn't a Yuji Naka scam. It very well could have been. Uh, but it's just kind of weird when you see uh, actors and stuff like that. They, they just kind of fall so far, I guess. I don't know. It's... Like,
1: If he wanted to make easy money, why didn't he do the con circuit
0: (laughs) like like the other Power Rangers? Yeah, there is a whole subsection of Japanese actors from the Sentai that will come overseas for Power Morphicon and just other cons and will make more money over here than they do over there on making 52 episodes of a show. I I
1: think maybe Japan needs to pay their actors better. uh.
0: Yeah, well, they. I mean... To be fair, they get paid better than the power than Power Rangers actors.
1: Oh, do. the non-union Power Rangers, yeah, yeah.
0: sure. But I mean, a, a, and also a lot of uh, actors at post Power Rangers go into voice acting because a lot of that show is uh, overdub. Yeah, uh, of of guys in suits, a lot of them become voice actors, and it would have been very. I mean, I don't know the guy's particular situation, but I, I feel as though it would have been very easy to transition to, into something like that instead of crime. Yeah, there's so many alternatives to crime and fraud crime. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, that's it's still developing, who knows, but... It's wild. It's, it's wild. It's wild that getting into crime... Okay, that happens to some folks. It happens it, to a lot of Power Rangers, it, actually. It happens to, um, looking at you, Austin St. John. Or the one that, that killed the guy with the, with the with katana. The, with the katana, possibly in self-defense, possibly in a drug-addled rage. We don't really know. That was the Wild Force Red, by the way. Uh, he really went wild with <laughs> <laughs> <read> that katana. <laughs>
1: It, it's just, it shows how small of a place the world is that Power Rangers from any country can commit uh, heinous crime. Yeah. <laughs> after the fact.
0: After <laughs> Yes. The power is no longer protecting them. Yeah. Yeah. Once they're off the Morphin Grid, who knows? Yeah. You, you never know. You gotta, you know, you gotta find a substitution for that high yeah, from the Morphin Grid. I was just gonna grid. say,
1: is it an addiction thing? It like, could be an addiction once, thing. Once you can't get the power off that grid anymore, you'll do anything. Once you pop,
0: you can't stop. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we have hit time, so we got to wrap things up on that point. So you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us <laughs> on various uh, social medias, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, at Nerd Overload now.
1: You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can leave us a message on the Nerd Overload hotline. That number, for that's 419 561 five 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 six uh, leave us a message and we might play it on the show give us a reason to use that number aside from when i forget my phone at work and have to send a text message to someone <laughs> <laughs> which may or may not have happened last week
0: well, I'm, l- I'm glad it's getting some use at <laughs> least <laughs> You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank uh, Parker for helping us out over at the Facebook page. He actually put a couple of news articles up there that we didn't get to this week, but we promise we're getting to them next week. And also David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at DavidPencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week.
1: Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go take a hit off that sweet, sweet Morphin Grid.